0: Back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back to Bigger Than the Score on 93.7 The Ticket. Again, it's Peter Ferguson, Peter Ferguson, BHS, LLC, and also Lincoln Public Schools. Um, Had a phenomenal first segment with Emily Amy, um, a multi-involved scholar at Lincoln Northeast High School, Um, and joined here again by um, Coach Jose, who, again, I said um, earlier, told us about his journey, and I want to hear a little bit more about that, as he tells. And then we've got another scholar. I'm going to make sure – Carla, right? All right, scholar Carla. Carla. Um, who is a Nether uh, Scholar-athlete at Lincoln Northeast High School. So how are you doing, Carla? Pretty good. Yeah, stepped into the chair and everything, and you're ready to go. She's like, I'm, I got this. I got this. I a relaxed energy in here. Yeah, yeah. I a remember, lot of at all. I remember Hope coming in here or whatever. She was just ready to, like, I'm taking on Sib. Carla, you got that <laughs> same kind of energy. So, hey, also, if you want to get in touch with us, um, the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the soder Heyman text line at 402-464-5685, um, give us a call. And if you want to some a takeaway, a question, or an affirmation to, to these individuals. So, Jose, I want to come back to you a little bit. And just like our journey, um, again, New year, sixth, seventh grade over at Dawes. And, um, you know, I, I remember Chase Boyd and, and, and a number of those individuals. Tell me, just, uh, you know, what do you remember about like those moments in middle school? Um, not maybe so much with, you know, what we did. I remember empowerment. But, you know, what were some takeaways that led you to say, you know, here's some things that I kind of want, I have an interest in um, and made like school something you wanted to stay connected with?
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, we might have, like, we just got reconnected in the, in this past week, me and you, Pete, but um, you've also been a huge inspiration to me because just the fact that you were the first minority person of, you know, person in control of a classroom that I ever saw at Dawes or anywhere in my, in my academic uh, career up to that point, you know, I was in 6th, sixth, 7th sixth, grade, and I'd never seen an, a uh, minority be be the person in control of a classroom before, so to see that you know you were you were uh, who you were back then, and, and you know kind of taking us on as a mentor and and helping us you know be be the people that we wanted to be, it was great for me to see that and, and kind of go from there and be like you know. Like that's awesome maybe maybe one day i could be i could be the next pete or uh, or my or my first jose you know yeah
0: no awesome well and i appreciate you saying that i mean that means a great deal to me and i think what i felt like i poured into you you all poured into just as much as me and to see you all um thrive and 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 show such grace but also just you know people say you what kind of potential did they have at the time you already showed it it's just we had you had a plan you just need a platform. And that was my hope for, for that engagement with you all. And so, um, Carla, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah, so um, I was born and raised in Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay. Um, I went to elementary school at Clinton Elementary. Okay. But I moved to Kansas City, Missouri, um, like halfway through, it was like third grade. And I lived there for like two years, ended up going to a charter school but we ended up coming back my fifth grade year, and I've been here ever since then.
0: Okay, and so uh, you said a little bit where did you go to middle? Did you? Oh, uh, start... I went to Color. Oh, you went to Color, yeah. and then obviously Northeast. The northeast so yeah. fantastic. So you know what are you involved in? I know you're you're also an acclaimed. Um, you're probably on the wall over there. They're gonna take down Northeast and call it Carla High. So,
2: no, yeah, um, I'm involved right now in uh, Spanish. Um, honor society for like spanish speakers i'm also in um it's called latinos unidos with um steve over in um centros las americas okay so he'll come down like every last wednesday of the month and he'll just kind of talk to us and just how we can like grow as a community especially a hispanic community and yeah
0: Awesome and shout out to El Centro de las Americas um, uh, Romero, who's the executive director there. Um, know him as well and provide um, some investment into this community. Oftentimes, people don't know. Um, both of you, you know, had talked a little bit. Just um, you know, Jose, you talked about your journey as an English language learner. You said for those that you know, and I liked how you put it. Um, for many people, it's like, oh well, you know, they don't know English very well. People, you know, want to come and learn English. And the fact is, is that English is a second language, or maybe a third or a fourth for many of our scholars and families that come here and so, you know, maybe if both of you could touch a little bit about like how important your family and your culture is to to who you are and and what you're about. Carlos, start with you.
2: Yeah, um so uh growing up I was also in ELL um just because Spanish was my first language. I spoke Spanish at home all the time and um I think that Lincoln does have a couple things that you know do touch back to you know my mom would say home just because they do have like certain things where it's like oh you know we could make certain you know spanish foods or like you know now like even technology you know allows us to even like facetime like my grandma back home Uh, and you know stuff like that
0: awesome awesome jose how about you
1: Um, I think it's just I I have to shout out my dad here because, you know, he when he migrated to the United States, he had what a nickel to his name. And and Mm -hmm. now he, you know, he gave me everything that I have. He allowed me to be the person that that I that he wanted me to be, that I wanted to be. And so uh, he's such an inspiration uh, for me. Um, I, I could never say anything bad about that man. He he's
0: he's my rock well you know and I I think that's for us you know hearing that and bringing in that space I think it's important for individuals to understand not only you know do you have that at home but you're Extending that, I mean, you talked about me earlier and just being the first, you know, maybe first educator of color, you know, kind of in a position of power. And and I think about that in a district of forty three thousand scholars, and, and not just Lincoln Public Schools. I think about the demographics of our entire state, mm-hmm. um, and our listening community. That it is extremely diverse, and and um, the access, but also the awareness that you know not only that we must have, but we need to have to ensure that that culture is not just when you go home there's an expectation of that culture being you know when you walk into the school day and so you know how do you provide and make sure that that exists for like emily slash amy and carla and other individuals who um feel like hey you know this is an extension of my home at on the soccer field
1: yeah so we um i try to instill a very family oriented very um close relationship within the team you know a lot of the girls hang out outside of practice um a lot of the girls uh you know are friends with each other in school so we try we try to as hard as we can to to kind of have keep that familial feel within ourselves um i always tell people i see them as my little sisters you know my actual little sister is on the team (laughs) (laughs) Uh so uh oh there you go so it makes it a little bit easier to kind of see them as as just little siblings that i have and then i'm babysitting while on the soccer field but um, it's just about having that relationship that someone that they can, you know, look up to and, and, you know, I, I let myself get poked at sometimes, I, <laughs> you know, but, uh, at the end of the day, they, they are, I do see them as my little sisters and, and, um, I hope they, they see me as a annoying older brother or something.
0: Right. <laughs> well, what what's some advice? Um, you know, we asked, you know. I keep joking, Emily slash Amy earlier, but what is some advice that you would have, you know, for, for individuals, for young people, you know, that are trying to get involved in different things that are kind of navigating their life right now. It's, you know, and sometimes it's not always easy.
2: Yeah, of course. Um, some advice I'd give to younger people is that you have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation to be comfortable. Um, my sister is a great example of that. She wants to join soccer this year. She is also a freshman, does cheer, but is not sure because, you know, growing up, I've always played soccer. Right. And so, you know, obviously skill levels are different because, you know, I've... Well, you're, up, you're
0: the older sister. You're better. It ain't about skill. <laughs> you just say, I'm better. I'm always going to be better, but you can be good. I'll be great. No, right. just, <laughs> right.
2: But, yeah, she wants to try out and, you know, see how it goes because I, you know, I tell her, you know, when... Um, I'm a senior, you know, you'll be a sophomore. We'll yeah. be able to play together. Hopefully, you know, she just, I tell her she has to have that drive in order to get better. Cause if she wants to get better, she will.
0: Well, and I, and I think that encouragement right there, um, is just huge. I mean, we don't always see that there's that competitiveness, but you're also like, Hey, you know, you're in cheer. Take this opportunity, um, to, to come on out. What's your sister's name? Marcella. Marcella. You need to come out for soccer. Winner tryouts.
1: The 27th, February 27th. February
0: 27th, you got plenty of time. Get yourself ready. We're going to see you at tryout. So, Marcella will be on the roster, no doubt. What's some advice that you would have for for parents and, and honestly, coaches um, just in general?
2: Yeah, uh, so for parents, I'd say, like, even myself, my mom, you know, struggled a little bit with, you know, wanting to let Marcella, you know, get out there mm-hmm. and play another sport. I'd say, um, you know, if they are willing to try, then let them do it. You know, it's, it'll never, I'd say, you know, it's never, it wouldn't be, it's something different, yeah, but um, if they're willing to try, then, you know, let them do it.
0: Well, and, and that, that trying and giving that opportunity, what, what's a suggestion that you would have for educators? Um, you know, and again, I'm going to kind of go back to that establishing a culture of just inclusion. I hate saying the term acceptance because that's just like, you're just, you know, okay, I'll until you're gone, but, but inclusion and true belonging. What's some advice that you would have for educators, um, within this listening audience and not just educators, but the greater community?
2: Um, I'd say some advice I'd have for educators, so...
0: You get to tell them anything you want. It's your professional development for the next 30 seconds to a minute.
2: um, I'd say to encourage them. You know, it's great to have somebody by your side and, you know, have them push you. Um, For example, I had two amazing teachers, uh, Katie Smart and Katie Kokrata, who um, ever since I was in middle school have always, you know, pushed me to, you know be better and you know try out my freshman year and stuff like that so it's good to always be you know by their side and encourage them
0: dreams hopes and aspirations I mean what are what are some dreams hopes and aspirations that you have um you know Jose for for not just your team but more so for yourself or or family yeah so um
1: obviously as long as lincoln northeast will have me i'm going to be i'm going to be coaching these girls um that's it's been not not a dream but a hope because i it's something that we will accomplish but you know just turning the program around to, to instead of getting two three wins a season maybe we turn out five six seven wins a season um in the next couple of of years and maybe this year who who no who really knows right um my biggest hope, though, or my biggest dream is that these girls go on and fulfill the potential that I see in them. At the end of the day, you know, we're not just teaching them to shoot a soccer ball or passing a ball, but mm-hmm. we're also teaching them the life lessons that they're going to be using when they grow up and, and hopefully go on to, to find their careers. No, without question. And
0: powerful all the way around. Like we said, it's bigger than the score. Um, and, and definitely you want to be in Omaha and raising that, you know, that trophy and um, those pieces. And I think you have the components, every bit of the components to be able to do that. But you talked about it's, it's bigger than, you know, passing, shooting the ball and, and scoring goals. It's what goes on with the culture of the team and outside. And, and you're definitely um, invested in that. Carl, what are, your, what are your dreams, hopes, you know, wishes either for yourself or for others?
2: Yeah, so uh, some dreams or hopes, I'd say that I want to continue playing soccer. Hmm. Um, you know, hopefully retire Alex Morgan someday. Okay, okay, there
0: you go, <laughs> putting it out there. So if you're listening, we got an individual here that wants to continue in her career. I think you can contact Coach Jose. I don't know what the, the, the periods are right now, but um, you can contact this young lady. would be a tremendous um, addition to anybody's roster
2: but um yeah and I also you know Jose himself has inspired me I also want to try to get and you know be a coach someday I think that um that'd be a good fit you know because I know so much about the sport so I think um my skill could also you know I could also like bring it on other kids
0: Yeah, no, and I I love what you said is just um, your demeanor and how you carry yourself, um, that calmness, but also that knowledge that you shared of the importance of culture, but also understand the X and O's of the game. Um, Definitely, you would be a tremendous asset to anybody. So again, I want to promote you um, and Amy and Emily out there as well. But if you get the opportunity, these two young ladies would be phenomenal additions. And so if you're looking or or you get a chance to come out and watch Northeast or want to know more about them, I think you can definitely contact Coach Jose. Um, I want to thank both of you all. I want to thank all three of y'all for being on the show this morning. Um, It's 93-7, the ticket bigger than the score. Um, You have just definitely lifted each and every one of us up and and so you know as i close you know oftentimes talk about and share my angel quote it is uh black history month and it's not just one month but i also want to change it up a little bit so a quote from james baldwin who is um a poet um, an author he talks about neither love nor terror makes one blind indifference makes one blind and so that's by james baldwin so i would just say as these three have done today let's um let's open our eyes And let's open our eyes, let's develop culture, let's provide access and awareness um, and equity for one another. So with that being said, again, thanks for joining 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than The Score.
1: Thanks for having us.